What is up, everybody? And welcome to Locked On Pirates. I am, of course, your host, who does the most, Ethan Smith. And you already know, the prodigal king himself, Andrew McCutcheon, has returned to the Pittsburgh Pirates on a one-year, $5 million deal. He is back where his career started, back after the Brian Reynolds trade to the San Francisco Giants and stints with a ton of other teams. And I... I can't be happier. It's so hard to contain all the happiness that I have right now about this move. But on today's show, which is live, so you will be getting some live reaction from you, the fans, about this move. We're going to talk about why this is very sentimental for a lot of people, obviously. We're going to talk about his impact on the team in 2023 and some milestones that he might be able to meet as a Pittsburgh Pirate and just how good of a mentor he can be for a very, very young group in Pittsburgh that is looking to take the next step. All of that and more on today's show here on Locked on Pirates. And with that said, guys, we're going to get right into it. You are Locked on Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Guys, it, it finally happened. We've said it that we wanted Andrew McCutcheon back in a Pirates uniform. We wanted Andrew McCutcheon back. Guess what? There isn't much to say um, except, wow, uh, to no pun intended here, this kind of came out of left field. Um it was kind of reported by people uh, about a week or two ago that the two sides were talking. But for the longest time, it was a pipe dream. The Pirates were never a competitive baseball team. You could still make the argument that they're not. So there was real no reason for Kutch to come here. Uh, of course, over the past couple of days, we've seen that Andrew McCutcheon was reportedly talking with the New York Mets. That was a thing that was going on. Um, but he chooses to come back home to Pittsburgh in a move that shocked me. I mean, I saw Jason Mackey report it and I was there's I was like there's no way. Like there's absolutely no way that Andrew McCutcheon is back in the Pittsburgh Pirates organization. Yet here we are. And at first glance this move is sentimental. So I'll start with that part first. Um when I played baseball as a little leaguer and going into high school, I always wore number 22. I'm 24 years old, so you can kind of guess 10 years ago, I was around the age of 14, so I was really getting into baseball, and Andrew McCutcheon easily was the biggest reason why, because he brought the Pirates back to a place they haven't been since the early 90s. Of course, we remember the long, long time that it took for this team to finally get back to the postseason. They defeat the Cincinnati Reds. Kutch has his MVP year in 2013 or 14. I can't remember which year it was. But that three-year stretch was easily the best three years of Pirates baseball. I and a lot of people my age and a lot of people who are even older have watched in some time. So to see him come back and choose to come back, especially at this time with all the Brian Reynolds stuff going on, with the team still very young and still getting out of this rebuilding window, 
it means a lot. And of course, as I said, we are live for this episode. So of course, Pirates Rants, let's go. Uh, Harper Man, there might be no doubt about it. And Bailey Stout um, to talk more about this here in just a moment uh, after I finish this part. It's just nice to have him back. I would assume from first glance that this is probably it for him. This is probably the end of his career, and he just wants to end it here. I don't see him being a trade candidate at the deadline. I don't see the Pirates bringing him back for that reason. He wants to be in Pittsburgh, and obviously him coming back on one year, $5 million is what does that. He wants to be here. But to get back to a question that Bailey presented, are we thinking he starts and left, got to buy my opening day tickets? Yes. That's the one big thing this move does. The one big thing that this move does it brings fans back to PNC during the summertime. You've seen the attendance numbers be very low. This is easily the best marketing move the Pirates have made in a very long time because marketing Andrew McCutcheon in Pittsburgh is like marketing Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers or Sidney Crosby with the Pittsburgh Penguins or Albert Pujols with the New, uh, St. Louis Cardinals. He He is a Pittsburgh Pirate and always has been even since he left, he's always been, at the heart of his career, a Pittsburgh Pirate. It is the team that drafted him, it's the team that built him, and it's a team that he helped build back into contention and arguably World Series contention for a couple of those years. Does that happen this year? Remains to be seen. But this move, on top of being a good marketing move, is a very good move for the Pirates competitively. McCutcheon is not what he used to be. He's not his MVP guy that he used to be when he was here in Pittsburgh for all those years, but he's still a quality outfielder. And to go back to Bailey's question, yes, I do think he will be a corner outfielder. I could see him in right or left, depending on what the Pirates want to do with Jack Sawinski and the slew of other young guys that they have coming up through the system like a Matt Frazier, like a Cannon Smith and Jigba who will be returning from injury, like a uh, Connor Joe, Ryan Velade, Travis Swaggerty. There's a lot of guys, and Kutch is going to be very, very imperative to mentoring these guys about, one, what it's like to be a Pittsburgh Pirate, and two, how to play the game efficiently in the outfield. He's going to do that very well. Harperman adds, says, I'm also going to a Pirates game this year, hoping to see them versus the Guardians, good old Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, am I right? After this past Sunday, good old Pittsburgh versus Cleveland, am I right? General thoughts again on this, though, is a lot of people are very happy, including myself. This move has a ton of pluses. Are there negatives? We'll see. If McCutcheon doesn't perform well, we'll see. Obviously, he's going to get a pass for being who he is. He's obviously going to be a guy that Pirates fans are going to adore. He's going to be a guy that he could hit 240 with a 650 OPS, and people are still going to praise him like they praised him 10 years ago. This move does a lot for this team, and I've already mentioned a couple of things. It already it gives these young guys a mentor who has not only played here before, but is arguably one of the better Pirates players of all time to look up to. Gives you a quality bat wherever he plays in the outfield. And if we're going to tie this back to Brian Reynolds, this is interesting because let's not forget that five or six years ago, Brian Reynolds was the prize of the Andrew McCutcheon trade to the San Francisco Giants alongside Kyle Crick, who of course is no longer here, but also had a pretty solid career here. For Reynolds to play alongside 
the guy that he was ultimately traded for, that's going to be an interesting relationship. And something to look at for this entire year. And I wouldn't exactly make it a minute detail to say that that might help Brian Reynolds in wanting to be extended. Albeit, Kutch is probably only here for this year unless he does some astronomical stuff and they extend him for another year. But that move is very, this move has layers to it. A lot of layers, but a lot of good layers. And of course, uh, Pirates Rants adds that this is the move that finally united the fan base. I mean, there's been a lot of discourse in the Pirates fan base for some time now with the Brian Reynolds move, all the stuff that's been going on in the offseason. But I also tweeted out after this move was made, and I'll even pull it up here just to give you guys the correct idea. This isn't the same old Pirates offseason that we are really accustomed to. And what do I mean by that? Well, the Pirates this offseason, albeit they haven't gotten a big name per se, they haven't went out and signed like Michael Conforto or anything like that, but they've acquired Carlos Santana, G-Man Choi, Andrew McCutcheon, Vince Velasquez, Rich Hill, Jarlin Garcia, Austin Hedges, Scott Randall, Ryan Velade, Chavez Young, Jose Hernandez, and Dowry Moretta, along with minor leaguers this offseason. That is not your typical Pirates offseason where you would see, you know, maybe somebody every once in a while come to the Pirates on a deal. Like last year, we saw Roberto Perez and Jose Quintana. The year before, we saw Tyler Anderson. But those were just kind of singular moves in the process of what we've been seeing this Pirates team try to build over the last five or six years. This year, again, Santana, Choi, Kutch, Rich Hill, Velasquez, not exactly names that are going to jump off the page, but names that have made this team better. I mean, you're talking about a starting lineup on opening day of Austin Hedges at catcher, G-Man Choi or Carlos Santana at first base with the other probably DHing. Rodolfo Castro and G. Juan Bay as possibilities at second. O'Neill Cruz as a shortstop. Of course, the guy is the future of the team. Key Brian Hayes at third, one of the best of third ba- defensive third basemen in all of baseball. Sawinski and Kutch in the corner outfield. And Brian Reynolds in center with a bench of Connor Joe, Miguel Andujar, Leover Piguero at some point. Travis Swaggerty at some point. There's a lot of different stuff going on with this team. And this Andrew McCutcheon move only amplifies how important spring training is to this team. Because with the cut signing, you've taken away a spot in the outfield from one of these prospects for now. You're not going to carry five or six outfielders on this team. You're just not going to. You're going to see a very, very strong strong position battle at the outfield position this upcoming spring training. And McCutcheon is going to be imperative, I'm sure, to who does that. Of course, Stephen Park said he's happy, says go Bucks, And I have a lot going on right now. I have a lot of excitement going on right now. And, uh, you know, to keep that going, 
I think it might be time for a Built Bar. Of course, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me or you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then, man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. Of course, while for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For for years, they've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later and make sure that you make Built Bar your protein bar of all the time. Stephen Parks, is it official? Uh, yes, it is a, indeed official. It has been confirmed. The physical has passed. He was signed on a one-year, $5 million deal. Are there any players here now that were here when Kutch was here? I don't think so, Dave. Um, I don't remember if Keller was here in 2015. I want to say no. I would have to take a look at the roster, uh, but my initial inclination would be no. Uh, I don't think any of them that are on the team right now were here when he was here. Just to go down the line, I mean, you look at maybe Swaggerty. But Swaggerty was also a relatively new draft pick as well. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, so Keller debuted in 2019. So, yeah, I don't think any of them from that old regime are here. Which, jokingly, why not go get Josh Harrison too, right? I mean, Josh Harrison's a free agent. Bring the whole gang back together. Call up A.J. Burnett out of retirement. He's only, what, like 45, 46 years old now? Call him out of retirement. Why not? Again, this move means a lot for this team. Of course, you have the sentimental value of having one of Pittsburgh's best players of all time come back and return to this team. You have the value of him teaching these young outfielders a lot of different things. You have the value of not having to rush these outfielders that you have in the outfield at the prospect level to be immediate starters. And again, Kutch didn't have a bad year last year in Milwaukee. Of course, we saw him play in Milwaukee last year. And I want to say he didn't do terribly. Like, again, we all know that he's not the same Andrew McCutcheon that we were accustomed to back in the day. But uh, let me see if I could pull up his stuff here. Yes, yeah, so he had a 237 average last year in Milwaukee, um, 69 RBIs, 57 walks, and 515 at-bats. Had a better time, of course, in Philadelphia, 256, 253. Had a good time in New York as well. Look past his impact on the field for a second though. And just look at how much this move is going to impact this team off the field. This is the best thing the pirates could have done this off season. <laughs> Steven says he thinks we're going to win 500 games this year. Um, to speak on that before I get to the off field stuff again, this move makes the pirates better. I think almost every move they've ha- made this off season has made them a better team. You look at Choi, you look at Santana, you look at Kutch, you look at Hill, Velasquez, all the guys I named earlier. Is it wrong to assume that the Pirates could win 75 games this year? I I really genuinely want everybody's answer on that. Is it wrong 
to think that this team could genuinely win 75 games this year. Obviously, that would be a massive jump from what you saw the past two seasons with 100 losses. Even 70 wins would do numbers there for you. But I think this team is well in the range of winning 70 70 to 75 games now. They have enough veteran leadership. They have a lot of stuff going on. Albeit the deadline is going to be interesting with who they decide to keep and who they decide to trade. But this team is it's a it's fielding a competitive baseball team. It feels like just on paper, like on paper, this team looks competitive. And I be I really could. Um, Chad Schrader says, "What's up, Ethan? I'm new to your channel. How much is Kutch's contract? It was confirmed that it was one year, five million dollars." Uh, that was confirmed by Jason Mackey over at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, who also broke the news initially. Uh, Pyrus Rance also said this is completely unrelated, but what are your thoughts on robot umpires being implemented in AAA this upcoming season? The inevitable is happening. I mean, we already knew that that was going to happen. It was something that was bound to happen for a while now. Uh, it'll be at the major league level, I'd say, even as close to 2024. Uh, they just want to implement it there and see how it's going to work at the uh, AAA level, which is as close to the major league level as you'll get. So I'm not surprised by it at all. It's just something that's inevitably going to happen in baseball. Uh, technology is taking over, and that's just how it is. Um, what do you think the Pirates are going to do this year in terms of what, Stephen? Like, what do I think they're going to do this year? I think they win 70 to 75 games at this current moment. And, of course, Chad, no problem. I love answering your questions. 70 to 75 games, Stephen. I think that's a, that's a realistic thought process to have. At worst, I think they win 65, 62 to 65. At best, they win 75 to 80 games. But in, in the middle, I think they get to 70 to 75 wins. I genuinely believe that. The pitching staff suddenly, the last couple years, was a negative on this team with picking up Garcia, Oviedo, Rich Hill, Velasquez, other guys like that. I mean, that improves your your bullpen and your starting rotation leaps and bounds. And then Santana, Choi, and Kutch, there's your three right-handed bats that you've been waiting on with the logjam of left-handed bats that you've had on the roster for quite some time. I mean, they've done nothing this offseason to say we got worse. Austin Hedges, you can argue all you want about his bat, but he's going to make these young pitchers better defensively. And the prospects are going to come up at some point. Andy Rodriguez, Henry Davis, Leover Piguero, Nick Gonzalez, Connor Scott, Matt Frazier, Mason Martin at some point even, Travis Swaggerty. There's, outfield, there's prospects in this system to like. Mike Burrows, Quinn Priester. There's guys to really, really enjoy and look forward to coming on this team in 2023 that not only are going to be good players in the long run, I think, but if the Pirates are in contention around July or August and start bringing some of these guys up, they just added an extra wildcard team last year. Who's to say the Pirates don't flirt with the idea of being a wildcard team? Now, am I, by, not by any means, am I calling this team a contender? No. Does the Kutch move turn this team into a contender? No. But it makes this team better. And it's going to instill winning baseball into this team for quite some time. I genuinely believe that. Even if he's only here for a year. What these young guys learn from him and what they can pick up from him is going to be wonderful. 
It is. It's just going to be awesome for this team. And again, he's not the same old Andrew McCutcheon that we're accustomed to. Let's remember that. But enjoy it. When was the last time the Pirates spent this much in an offseason? When was the last time the Pirates went out of their way to spend this much in an offseason or even acquire this many pieces in an offseason? The only thing we're really waiting on now is how does this Brian Reynolds thing end? That's the biggest question left in the Pirates offseason. Does it get figured out before spring training or spring uh, spring training, or do we have to deal with it going into the year? You want my money on my budding money on there? I think it's figured out before spring training and pitchers and catchers report. Be it him being gone or be it him here, and I'd still bank on him being here. The Pirates are doing good things, and as Pirates fans and people that are listening to this podcast. Be it wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, Google Play, YouTube, or if you're here live while I'm recording it. Don't be afraid to praise this team for doing the right thing. We're so accustomed and used to them not doing the right thing. We're so accustomed and used to them not caring for the most part. We're so accustomed to them fielding trash teams. Praise them for moves like this. Actually. Give them good validation for picking up Carlos Santana, McCutcheon, Choi. All the moves they've made this offseason have been good moves. Moves that make this team better. Don't be afraid just because other people want to say, well, we don't, we still aren't spending enough money or Reynolds is still like waiting for the day that he gets his extension. That situation is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. Look at this Andrew McCutcheon signing and take it as a signification that this team is actually trying. They are actually trying to field a competitive baseball team. V-Rush says they really need to make a serious offer to Reynolds. I agree, and I think that'll happen in the next couple weeks. Kegels Bagels, this is a top five day this year for Pirates fans. We might not have too many great days, but this is one of them. Hopefully, Kutch can retire a Pirate. I think with Kutch coming back, I think that is his full intention. I think that he is... Uh, his full intention is to retire a Pittsburgh Pirate. I mean, he named his son Steele, for Christ's sake. I think that's his full intention. I think that he's going to retire a Pittsburgh Pirate and be in position to do so. I retired after him coming back and returning. And again, 2023, I've said it for the longest time, is going to be a fun year for this team. It's going to be a good year for this team. Albeit, by my stretch of the imagination, good means 70 to 75 wins and then going into 2024 expecting this team to compete. Anything below that is expected from a Pirates team that hasn't given you any reason not to expect it. And anything above that is just cherry on top. Let's see what the Pirates do. Let's see what they do. Because as of right now, they're at least trying. They're at least trying to field a competitive baseball team. And with the lineup the way it looks right now, Cruz, Reynolds, Hayes, Choi, McCutcheon, Santana, Castro, Sawinski, Hedges, it's not laughable. It's not garbage. It's not mediocre. Might be bad. But it. we will just have to wait and see. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in, as always, here on the Locked on Pirates podcast. It is a wonderful day. To be a Pittsburgh Pirates fan, I couldn't think of any other thing 
that would happen other than a Brian Reynolds extension to really add to the excitement that we've had today as Pirates fans. Thank you so much for tuning into the Locked on Pirates podcast, as you always do. You can follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked on Pirates for all of your coverage of the Pittsburgh Pirates. We'll have more on this next week, and we'll be talking about it at length, about more about what this impact on this move could be. But guys, thank you so much, and I will see you on the flip side.